Welcome to Texas. It's a beautiful night here. The weather is changing, and uh, the June bugs are out, dude. Damn, man, oh, yeah. these June bugs, dude, they're freaky, dude. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I know they won't hurt you, but damn. Oh, no. You can't walk in or out of your door. If you got your porch light on, man, you're going to get attacked by June yeah, bugs when yeah. you walk outside. And it's like getting hit with a stiff jab if you get hit by one of them, dude. They, they pack a punch. And the other thing, though, dude, is like... They'll make you move. Like, even if you know, again, yeah, you, know, you know, it's like harmless. you're not going to bite, but they get no. on you, you're like... There's ah. something about those wings, the sound yeah. of those wings flapping. And the feet, that, the feet oh, are like, man. they have like almost like spiky feet. Yeah. Beetle, dude, beetles, when you look up close at bugs, man... They're freaky looking. They're actually big. freaky looking. You're like, yeah. if bu- bugs are the one thing, if they were big, like larger than us... Yeah. I wouldn't even want to live, dude. I swear to God, I'd be like, this is not even worth it, dude. Yeah. You know, I guess they wouldn't be able to, like, get in places as easy. But think about how strong they are for their size. Oh, yeah. and I mean, they would be they an like unstoppable little force. Little uh, bulldozers. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Well, anyways, I don't know how we got on that. but yeah, oh, Well, June bugs, that's how, yeah, really. But, yeah, everything's starting to come to life, man. It's green, but... I feel like it's going to be a hot year, dude. Oh, it's definitely going to Dry. be a hot year. We're not getting yeah. much rain, right? No. I mean, if we, if we don't get some good May showers... Yeah, like we need some flood. Like we need yeah, a good flood, flood, like a good washout, yeah. you know? Yep. Which is unfortunate to say because you don't want like a devastating flood or something like right. that, but man, we need these rivers to rise, dude. Yeah. Because when you're in uh, South Texas or Texas in general... Everyone's always like, oh, well, it's hot, man. How do you survive? And it's like, well, the rivers and the lakes, you yeah. know? We've made a ton of them. <laughs> yep. I think there's only one real lake in uh, Texas. Oh, yeah. The rest oh, are man-made. Lake Caddo, that's right. And that's why, yep. you know? I uh, was like 25 miles from Lake Caddo, from Caddo Lake, whenever right. I went up to Pennsylvania. Right. I was so close to it, and I was like, I just, uh, doesn't make sense to, to stop. No, no. Because with something like that, you want to go for that, you know? Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a... Uh, it's great. I love when the weather changes. The wildflowers get really pretty, and uh, it's just a good time of year, man, for sure, for sure on that. Uh, but uh, there's a lot going on in the world, man, and I guess that's what we really love to talk about the most on this show. I do, anyways. I really enjoy to... Yeah. You know, I really don't... Uh, said this a lot, but sometimes I think I get caught up in it a lot. It's like complaining without really... like. I don't think one person in my mind has a solution to the world's problems. I think that's my solution is that... One of my solutions to the world's problems is that it can't be managed and micromanaged by right. one person, you know, like, or a few people or 10,000 people. I mean, more people need to be active in not only their lives, but their families' lives and people they care about, their communities. Yep. And uh, I think that's really a solution I'd always offer up to anything. And when we rant, and we'll go on an episode or two and we rant, and we won't really. It's not that we're we're not really offering up solutions, but it's not that the solutions aren't there. It's just that um, I think the general solution is kind of the same for every problem we talk about. You right. know what I'm saying? And that kind of goes back to like individual liberty, uh, what that means, individual responsibility for for what the actions you take. That goes it crosses every border in the world. Yep. You know, and everywhere. You know, the golden rule. And I just think that's such an important thing. And I'd like to start off by saying that because. Even like last episode, I was like, you know, after driving across the country and being told to put your mask on all the time, she'd get tired, dude. You just get right. frustrated, you know, especially in today's age. It's just easy to get frustrated. And uh, I try to pull myself back from that and not think about the negatives too much. Because someone even po- you know, posted this to me or, or, or tagged me in something like this uh, recently and said, like, um, do you notice some of the politicians that all they ever do is complain? 
They're anti-everything, but they they never offer up what's... Yeah. what's they never you know. tell you what they're going to do. And, and the other thing that I wanted to start off with by saying, and I wanted to say this to you, and I didn't say this off-air because I, I forgot, but I've been thinking a lot about this for the podcast, is the reason we're... I thought, you know, you and I have always kind of had similar viewpoints. Not the same, obviously. No one's like that, but similar right. ways of looking at the world and... I've never called myself a Republican or a conservative. I've always been very choice to say, well, I'm probably what they would call modern-day libertarian, but I don't even like the box. I just think about an issue, try to think about it, what makes sense, and make a decision. That's how I would really look at my life day-to-day. But I fear that with everything going on, like all the hardship that the, the Democrats have kind of put us through in the past four years, like just fighting Trump the whole time, you know, it was illegitimate from the beginning, and I think that really started this. Like, they were so personal against him, they just didn't like him. He could have done anything, right. and they just hated him. It didn't matter. He could have, he could have really saved the world. They would have, they would have fought him to the nail because they didn't like him, right. and they, they just, that was it. And I think they really started all of, so much of this, today's despair in that way. Right. But I really, I, I have always thought that, when the when they try to push these laws, like if they try to pack the court or if they try to uh, push, you know, push back on people, and if they like, basically they're, I don't want to say Democrats, but a hard liberal movement is basically trying to do away with the rule of law or the way we know anything, you right. know, and that's dangerous to me because this is how we all communicate and this is the baseline that we have. So if it all goes away, then it's anarchy essentially, right? right? And I think the Democrats. And that, that movement is definitely intertwined, right? But I, I fear that if they create this system, that when conservatives get in power, they would be more abusive of those powers, like the, the George Bush-type conservatives, you know, that have been in power. The, think about, like, the Dick Cheney's. And you, right. gave, you give them this power, you know, and maybe they're all the same. Maybe they're right. all the same. And that's probably what you're thinking. And you're probably right. <laughs> you know, because they are kind of like maybe that yeah. old Republican Party's now just become more established in the Democratic Party. I don't even know, right. you know, like the thought process. But I was just thinking that. And you can kind of take that where you want to take it. But uh, no, I, th- I, I, I think you're right that, uh, you know, what the liberal, you know, quote unquote, woke movement has done over the past five years is they have pushed people into this box and like you said they're not even you know most of them aren't even people who would want to be put into any kind of a box but they have they have an opinion that doesn't go along with the woke movement and the people are like oh you you're just you're republican you're a conservative you know like no i'm not you know but i guess if you just keep on calling me that enough then whatever you know yeah i'm that to you i guess i'm that to you you know it's it's kind of like that thing and this goes right back to uh, what you were just talking about, how, you know, we like to talk about problems, but we don't put off too many solutions. You know, I've never considered myself to be a utopian, you know. Uh, and I think that that's the problem with so many movements like the new woke movement is that they believe that if they just, if everything just goes the way they want it to go and you just do what they want you to do, they can create some sort of Perfect utopia where everyone is equal and nobody gets oppressed and, you know, and we'll all just, you know, hold hands and play ring around the rosy with each other. I don't know, you know, what they're thinking. But that's the problem. When you try and plan a society, it doesn't matter 
what your end goal, your end utopia process is, it's not going to work because that's just not the way society works. Society is made up of individuals who each have free will and you don't know what the hell they're going to do. Yep. You know, I mean... There's a black sheep in every family, we say, right? Think about that. (laughs) You know, and so, so many of the problems that we talk about are caused simply by people thinking that they can centrally plan society, whether it's the left way or the right way. You know, what we need in this country, and we've said this a million times on the on the air, is we need, you know, I've always just personally leaned more conservative, more right. I mean, I, I don't think it would be uh, too far-fetched to call me a conservative, but... Uh, Definitely like a conservative, liberta- you know, libertarian uh, type of conservative, you yeah. know. Uh, but what this has done, the polarization it's caused, that's what we're talking about really is just how polarized the country has become. I, I think you're right. I mean, I don't think that uh, it would naturally just happen. Like, I think that there's not really much difference from a Joe Biden and a Dick Cheney. You know, but what you have here is a reactionary movement. If the right gets back in power, they will react to what has gone on. I mean, because they're like rule of law. Like, you know, they won't legalize marijuana. Like, what will they come down on next? You know, like what that, 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 you know, where will this go? No matter what party, if it continues, like, where will it go? Well, the pendulum swings. Yeah. You know, the pendulum's got to swing eventually. All, all societies do it, you know, and one reaction has an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. It's the laws of physics yeah. and it works in society as well. I mean, I, sure. I think that uh, I think that you're right. That there's going to be, there's definitely going to be some sort of reactionary movement from the right in this country sometime in the near future. Yeah, so it is a good time to, I guess, talk about this too, because this is what we were going to head on. The first segment is, uh, you said there's probably really no no difference between like a Dick Cheney and a Joe Biden. And I'm not sure exactly what, I'm not even sure if there was a vote on the Afghanistan war. I think there was. And I think Iraq, I think there was as well. And I know for sure that Joe Biden voted for the Iraq war or definitely was for it. And obviously he was vice president for eight years and they remained in Afghanistan. But, uh, they he they say now that they're going to pull troops out of Afghanistan by 2021. September right? 11th, 2021. 2021. Never forget. The, yeah. Never forget. But don't ask any 20... questions that they didn't answer. That's for sure. Never forget. But don't ask any questions. Right. Okay. But uh, but but I think the key point is that we were a year ago. Trump made an agreement with the Taliban that we would be completely out by May 1st. Uh, I think I mentioned something to you uh, after we went off air on the last episode. I mentioned about how. Biden was was asking the Taliban for just six more months, you know, just six more months. We just need six more months. You know, and it's kind of like, you've been here for 20 years, man. What do you need six more months Will they even be honest? Like, will they keep troops there? Will they keep a presence there of, maybe they're not American troops, maybe they're black ops type of, like, independent contractors... Will the yeah, will the United Nations will I the don't UN know for sure, leave but that people would there? not surprise me at all. I'm pretty sure NATO is also leaving. Yeah. Okay. Because they said yeah. they had nine thousand about nine thousand NATO troops right. were still there. So you know these are all questions that I think you know they spin the, these things you know to make it seem like one mm-hmm. thing too a lot of times. But uh, 
my thought on this is just that uh, it took them 20 years to figure this out. And, and it did. they would have never figured it out had they not just bankrupted the country and had no other option. They have to withdraw from this area at some point. And the other thing that this really makes me kind of worry about is, like you had mentioned last time, I don't, I say worry about. I'm living my life, dude. You know, these people are crazy. That's really why I, I even humor it. Our, the leaders and the world leaders have become nuts, dude. They are it's not even out of touch. Right. They're about crazy, all of them. They're living on a different plane than normal people are. There's just all of them. I There's mean, not been, one. That's been generally true for most world leaders, I think. But it, you're you're right. It has. But there's always been an iron curtain. Right. And because and of media today, it's been drawn back. Like we're sitting here doing this, and we're able to express our views. If someone in 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 you know Southwest China you know, wanted to tune in, rural China wanted to tune into this podcast, they could probably find it with enough resources, you know? Right. And uh, they could listen and translate somehow of what we're saying, you know, if they were they wanted to put in the time. And you can, I'm not saying they would, someone would do that. I'm just saying that you could do that with anyone today. And people are talking through ham radios. Right. And, you know, there's just such a large complex of, of uh, communication going on today and few the few that are in power that still really control the major institutions that have been formed over the hun- past hundreds of years they feel like they still have power over people they don't realize that people have moved on yeah. to another plane I'm telling you dude there's a massive disconnect and that could be what we're seeing and why you see just madness with these major CEOs and politicians on both sides you know it's, just, it's madness to me, a lot of it. But uh, I, I really feel like that part of this is, I was going to say, I, I worry about, I'm not really worried about it, but that there's a lot of other places heating up right now. And I feel like that they've gone, they've sucked the oil and the lithium deposits out of these countries. They've gotten what they needed out of them. It's time on. to move on. You know what I mean? It, it, that, and that's moreover probably what you see. And they have to... First of all, the American people have not been supportive of these wars for a long time. Right. So they would have pulled out a long time ago. Obama and Biden would have really pulled out, like they said, a long time ago, had they, uh, you know, had the American people had any say so in it, I think, number one. And number two is, you're right, there's no difference between Cheney and Biden because they both had a hand and they both were supportive of these wars. And what's the difference between the two parties? At right. the end of the day, right? That's yeah. the whole that's the whole shenanigans of where we are, kind of, right? Like, yep. And the polarization has come from the outside to those parties. And it's like, what have you done with my party? Right. And now they're like pu- pulling in different ways, exactly. you know, in hard different ways, you know? And I think we've mentioned it, you know, two words we've mentioned on this podcast more than once, death thralls. Oh, yeah. You know, what I think you're really seeing right now is a system in its death thralls grasping desperately trying to hang on to power and people are just moving away from it like you said man and you know this two-party system that we have juggled in this country now for 150 years 150 years we've had basically just two choices republican or democrat and they've flip-flopped a couple of times and they've changed their platforms over the years But, because they intertwine with one another. Right. They're like a DNA strand. They just yeah. cross oh, each other that, up. That's man, a very good you know? analogy. Oh, oh, look at that. There there's is. one of those damn June bugs right <laughs> that's there. That's a larger one, dude. That's <laughs> a good one. You know, it's a, you know, it's a great challenge, man, you know. Imagine being, you know, we're in this little room and we have this light over and it kind of looks like an interrogation room. Seems to like <laughs> the flowers. He seems to like yeah. the flowers. But, uh, 
And uh, it's like an interrogation room, and it's like imagine getting interrogated with it. They, but they just let June bugs yeah, in there, oh, and yeah. your hands and all you the have things. Your answers gotta be real <laughs> yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Just get me out of here, <laughs> Jesus! No. What are you doing? No. Oh. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I think, and the other thing, I think we can tie this into the same segment because I don't really have too much information about it. I have thoughts about it, and you brought it up last episode, and that's this issue in the Ukraine and. This issue with the Crimea started about six, in between six to ten years ago, five to ten years ago. Right. The Crimea became a, like, it, there was, it was a hot, hot zone, and it became part of the Ukraine, the Ukraine annexed in, and it was a huge deal, I remember. And uh, these events, that's how they happen, dude. They don't happen in months and a year and two years. Like, they happen over, over long yeah, periods of time, but... The Crimea is such an important zone. It has nothing to do with freedom, who wants more freedom and who wants less. Certain people in the Ukraine probably want to be free and want to be a part of the Ukraine. Certain people in the Crimea probably want to be in Ukraine. Certain people probably want to be in Russia. I'm sure it's mixed, and I don't know. You'd have to talk to everyone and get a poll, and people don't even take freaking polls, dude. You can't even trust any polls. Right. You really can't, because I would never take a poll. Never. Never. (laughs) <laughs> you could not get, I mean, you'd have to right. pay me. You'd have to pay me to take a poll for sure, 100%. Yeah. And I still, you know, I mean, how accurate are they? I was an ACDC type of guy. I just guessed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They gave me yeah. a test. I was ACDC, ACDC you know, yeah. all the way down. <laughs> so how accurate are polls if people even really take them? You pay me to take the poll and I ACDC your ass. You know what right. I'm saying? That's it. But, uh, you know, I, I would say that this is more about an area. And the area is a little strip of, of peninsula called the Crimea. And that ha- is, it's in the Black Sea. We talked about it last time, a little bit. And it's the access point to the Mediterranean Sea. Right. And so when you talk about Russia's interest, and really even the Ukraine's interest. I mean, the Ukraine doesn't have as much interest in it to me as as Do they Russia have would. other shoreline along the Mediterranean? Oh, we, we would have to look. You, know, uh, yeah, you can go I'm, ahead and talk about it. And I don't I'm really gonna pull know this much up. about the geography of I'm gonna that pull area this of up. the world. I'm going to pull uh, this up real quick, but you can you can talk about what you think about that. Well, I had heard, and I don't have any kind of source for this, but I have I had heard that there was some sort of referendum in Crimea, uh, Crimea, right? Yeah, yeah Crimea. Crimea, yep. uh, where they actually voted, but like you said, you cannot trust these polls. But apparently there was a, some sort of referendum where they voted to go with Russia. And now this whole, you know, that's just something I heard. Uh, trying to find some. We'll have to look that up. We're, we're right going to do another well. episode on Thursday, so we'll yeah. touch up on this on this segment for sure. But here but, you uh, go. Here's a. This is a layout, uh, and Levi and I are going to look at this. So the the Ukraine actually has. Oh, it's got plenty of coastline. The Ukraine does, but look, Russia doesn't. Right. Russia only ha- would have this, which this is the what sea is that? That this little area up here—that's the Black Sea, isn't it? Uh, no, no, no. This is the Black Sea. This Black is a little. Sea. This is another little. Let me see what it is. I can't remember what it was. I thought I saw it earlier. It doesn't even say on here. Until Zoom I get in a little close. bit more. It might say. No, it's still not saying. Oh, there it is. The Sea of Azov. The sea is. But sea they of Azov. barely have a piece of that even touching, and they would still have to pass through a, a channel out of the out of the Crimea. See the passageway right, right, right there? You can see it. Yeah. And so it's just. It's, you'd see why Russia wants that. Right. And the other thing is, you have to remember too, is Russia in the 1860s had to sell Alaska. And I think they look at the Crimea a lot the same. They're like, look, dude, we freaking sold Alaska to the United States. 
Right. We had to. You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't want to sell it to the UK. We lost that. That was a, a strategic thing that we had to do. Uh, you know, I don't think they're interested in giving away that access point to the West. You know right. what I'm saying? I just don't. You know, they... That's their access to the Mediterranean Sea, man. Yeah. I mean, no, that is huge, huge for them. That's, that's yeah. very important that's for them. That's huge for anyone. Sure, yeah. So I think that's more what this is. Uh, that's about. And uh, I think for me, personally, I mean, I live in the state of Texas. Right. Those people got to work that out, dude. I don't think the United States should have any bearing in this. I think where we are as a country... We have got to leave shit like this alone. Right. You know, pardon my French again. I get I get well, crazy with it, but it's not like it's not like Gerald Salente like says the S H I T is not a bad word. You know, yeah. war's a bad word. You yeah. know, that's a real bad word. I, right. I get tired of it, but at the same time, we should not go over to places like this and, and interact with this and they shouldn't do it in our think about if if uh California and um Arizona are having a spat and China's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> listen, if y'all don't figure this out, we're going to come down there. We're going to put 10,000 people on the border between there. And we're going to help y'all figure this out. Yeah. We'd be like, no way. Yeah. No, and, we're but, the but, only country on the planet that has the right to do but that. But if we are going to say that to other people, we cannot do that anymore. It's got to stop, dude. That's right. nonsense. I don't care what you think. If you think it makes us weaker, so be it. If that's your argument, I disagree. I don't yeah. think it does make us weaker. No. I think people will come together. I don't think we'd be seeing as many problems today internally as we are if we didn't have that outlook on the rest of the world. Right. You know, and so really when I think about areas like this, my only hope is that Joe Biden and that administration does not decide that they're going to keep going and playing these games everywhere. Like bring them home from Afghanistan, bring them home from Iraq. You know, it's a shame what happened to them countries with us involved. It probably would have been a shame without us involved. Right. They probably would have fought each other more, too. I mean, I'm not saying they wouldn't have, but at least it wouldn't have been on our conscience. Yeah. You know, and you've got to stop this. You know, we've got to worry about what we're doing as a culture here. I think we have a lot of interesting breakthroughs. We have some of the best investors in the world and great investment class still in this country. I think of, like, I know he's not perfect, and as a matter of fact, I think he's actually helping drive Texas in a way that I haven't always wanted it to go. But Elon Musk, like people like that are in America and we have great incentive to, you know, make the world better for the future. If we're over there doing this stuff, we're only making it worse for the future. Right. And I'm tired of that. And my, I don't want my kids to deal with that. Right. Just stop. Let, them, let it be. Let it be. If, if Russia's going to take Crimea and the Ukraine can't do anything about it, then it is what it is. They got to yeah. move on. You know, don't well, either either choose your war or don't choose your war. Right. But don't keep asking, and we shouldn't keep offering to go to bat for these for anybody. I mean, I just, I know it sounds bad, man, and it sounds like that you don't like the rest of the world, but that's the whole thing is, I do like the rest of the world. I don't want to, I wouldn't want to pick a side. And and if I'm paying taxes in, like, and I have a say-so, and I have a vote, dude, I'm voting no, unless someone's, like, threatening to invade us, like, we're going to invade you if you don't stand your ground now. It's like, okay, then we got to stand our ground and we got to do right. our thing. But out just looking for it, I'm a no yeah. every time no, if absolutely. I'm voting. But uh, unfortunately, that is not uh, how our leaders see it. <laughs> uh, right here on CBS News, we get uh, Biden calls Ukraine's leader and pledges unwavering support in face of Russian aggression. And aggression is in... Uh, quotations there 
Because, I mean, you know, they've only put these troops on their own border. You know, I mean, I guess if that's aggression, then what the hell is America? What do you call it when America's, you know, two, three thousand miles away from their own border, you know? Yeah, and you but, also uh, think about just south in the southern Black Sea is Turkey and Syria. Yep. Where we have a whole nother conflict. But remember right. when they bombed... When they dropped bombs on the Turkey-Syrian border and they said they were worried about a pipeline, what's south of Syria and Turkey? Iraq. So they're worried about a pipeline. Okay, so it couldn't be any of the investments that we've made over there in Iraq in the past 20 years or anything under the table like that, surely, right? right. So then you go up to, to this Ukraine region and I'm not, I'm not going to... I mean, this is why conspiracy theories exist. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Where did, where did Hunter Biden deal with Burisma Energy, the Ukraine. So, of course, Joe Biden has unwavering support for them. I would not expect anything else. I would be very surprised if he came out and said, look, y'all need to work this out. You guys, both of y'all. We want to trade in peace with both of you countries. We respect both y'all's sovereignty, but this is a regional issue, and y'all have got to work this out. He, I, I did not expect him to say that, no. for sure. That's like totally no. a Ron Paul thing. Yeah. And only he would have ever probably said that. But, uh, right. you know, with, yeah, so I agree with you, and I'm, I'm living in a pipe dream, but I can only speak for myself and what I would like to see. I, I do feel like, and we said this on the turn of this year, we said that we thought that one thing that was going to pop up was war. Because, like the guy I always listen to, Gerald Slinty, man, he always says this. When all else fails, they take you to war. Yep. And that's why I that's why I always think that. Like when you COVID nineteen, people start to get back to normal, you know the establishment doesn't want that to happen unless they say it. They want it to be on their time. They want it to all be their their agenda. Yep. Their rhetoric. It all they that's what they want. And when they can't have that, what'll they do next? You know? All leaders, not just American. They right. start to have these conflicts. They start to fight with each other. Blame bring e- people e- together. Yeah, blame each other for other things, and, you know? Yep. So, uh, well, I think we've covered that pretty well, and maybe we could tie into that again uh, in the next uh, podcast we do on, on in a couple of days, and we'll right. kind of talk more about that. I mean, I that's my stance on it, and it's all I really have to say. And I, I think it's a shame. I think it's a shame. Man, yeah. we live in the 21st century, and we live in a, a, a time where, you know, cars are starting to drive themselves, dude, and... and you still got people fighting each other, you know. I mean, there's no reason people should even still be starving in this world. If enough people can't put their minds together, uh, you know, the whole war. I can't even believe you still have that conversation in today's age. I, yeah. I guess we always will have it, but it well, is it's amazing. Yep. You want to end it on uh, anything? Well, you know, I mean, this just, I mean... I agree with you, you know, I mean, that we live in a society, like you said, we're so technologically advanced, you know, but when we're still talking about these, these things that seem so 20th century in context, you know, uh, but, you know, looking back at history, and just because we've advanced a little bit, you know, human nature doesn't change, and this is just what we're going, you know, just like how we started this conversation, you're never going to solve all the world's problems. We're always going to be humans. We're always going to be imperfect, you know. Uh, and the idea that you can solve it all through this central planning is just insanity. But the idea that it's, uh, you know, I know a lot of people say, you know, this is the 21st century. We're in the 21st century now. It's like, 
Sorry, you know, but human nature didn't change just because yeah, the year the tools 2000 did. ran, you know, The tools around. did, Our yeah. tools did, but we're, no, we're that's still, right. you know, no, we're right. still the same pink apes running around this planet. Well, as a matter of fact, you could you could probably argue for de-evolution in that way. Because right. as your tools get better, you rely on your tools more and not on your instincts yep. and not on, on your natural way. And you lose that and you lose touch of that and you can't control that as easy and, you know, it's just as easy to just push a button and blow people up than to just work on things. Right. You know, and uh, that's, yeah, no, you make a great point, and I actually totally agree. Uh, I wish the conflicts would, at least from our country's perspective, I wish right. the conflicts would stay more regional, stop at least chasing them all over the world, you yeah. know. But, no, but yeah, no. I completely no, agree. Move on to the next. All right, dude, here we go. Episode two and... Uh, Leaving war and on to a uh, a better subject. Yeah, better. <laughs> so much kidding. better. No. No. no, I say no. leaving peace, man, because that's really that's really where our minds are at. Really, I say, but uh, yeah, we were actually talking about it. It's crazy how close uh, Russia is to Alaska, right? Yeah, no, it's insane. They almost touch each other. I yeah. mean, right there, the I Bering mean, they, Strait. They, yeah, man. the Bering Strait. Yeah, the Bering Sea. Yep, it's crazy, man. It's really wild. But uh, so the other thing we were going to talk about was. Um, Europe has actually been fighting and pulling away from some of the vaccination rollout, you know, some of the companies and some of the different vaccines. Yep. And, uh, recently, just like today, I think the, the FDA and the CDC and the FDA have both recommended the U S pause the use of the Johnson and Johnson COVID-19 vaccine over a blood clot concerns. And that is from WRAL.com. I've never heard of that one before. Let me try and find that from a... They're like over uh, a political blood clot concern. Oh, I mean, here it is on FDA.gov. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah blood clot concern. You know, somebody... I saw actually on Facebook today, somebody commented, <laughs> like, somebody was criticizing this, you know, and they were like, would you rather get the COVID? It's like... Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, would I, I? I think I'd rather catch the COVID a hundred times over than deal with a blood clot issue. That's pretty serious. Well, and the other thing is, when you inject something into your body, I have a feeling, and I'm no expert, but I have a feeling that you can. Uh, they could put things in your body that could cause effects for you for a long time to come, right. not just like immediately. You okay. may in ten years start feeling effects from something. Yeah. You're like, why am I feeling this way? It's like, oh yeah. You know, but you won't put it together. You know, right. it's not. But that's one of the things that I just like. Oh man, it just makes me cringe. But that's me personally. For people who want to get it, I completely understand. I do feel bad, man. Uh, I have a friend, and I was watching their feed. They were talking about the vaccination or something. Right. And I saw a couple of people on their threads like, "Dude, I just got that vaccine. Like, I just got. It. I'm just gonna wait and see what happens." You know. Jeez. And it's yeah. like, what an uncomforting situation. Because, like, now your yeah. mind's going to start playing tricks on exactly. you. Exactly. You know, it's and like... That can cause... Oh, that can cause more stress. problems than... Let me tell you. Oh, the number one killer in the world, by far, is stress. Yeah. By far. I'd say it kills more people than anything. Because it's behind... Heart problems. It, it's behind probably suicide, yeah. most homicides, most... Um, I mean, go down the list, dude. Most heart attacks, um, maybe cancers, Brain possibly aneurysms. yes, uh, strokes. Yep. You know, anything you think like your the stress causes so many problems in your body. It causes your body to have all types of alarm signals and things and work in ways that it 
shouldn't work for long periods of time. Right. And so overloads of stress are horrible, you know? It's like worse than eating badly. It yeah. Just like eating just super, super poorly, very consistently over and over again and never breaking that chain of like eating some salad or right. putting some nutrition and vitamins in your body. Like you can probably get away with eating fairly poorly as well as the human body is yeah. if you're getting all your vitamins every day and making sure you keep up with what your levels are and stuff, you know? Right. Uh, but man, stress, especially in our world with media where it is, that's a, that's a killer dude. And, uh, and I would say that that made me kind of sad to read that on that post. I was like, damn man. Like Like, that sucks. That's a really sucky situation. Yeah. I had to hit the care button. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I I, I mean, I would have really, you know, like if I saw them, I'd be like, dude, I'm fucking just stay positive and keep working out and like eat healthy. Yeah. Brain, man. Yep. But Your brain can that that's like instantly again my thought about it was like dang man like this is yep. this was all just rushed to me and oh, it was rushed absolutely and, it was rushed from the very yeah beginning. you you say actually you said that a lot about when we brought up the vaccination that's been one of your main points about it's it is that just this is way, way rushed, rushed. <laughs> like just vaccines don't always work but right. if they are gonna work you probably want like a lot of testing done. Yeah. Through a lot years. of different people. Most of the time, it's like 10 to 12 years of testing required to approve a vaccine, you know. Because they have to study, just like we were just talking about, long-term side effects, man. I guarantee you in 10 years, we're going to be seeing those commercials, you know. If you took the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you, yeah. know, you may be eligible for uh, competition yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, you will see those, those right, commercials. Man. You will, if there's still even commercials, if we're not all just living in our... Uh, either, oh no! They'll either, find either digital dreamland or or uh, apocalyptic. Uh, the advertisement, we'll the, see. the advertisement industry is far too large to not have some grasp on people. You oh, know, yeah. I think it's all just about the will of the people too. Like, when do people just finally turn out? Because, like, I think if one thing they don't realize, like, I don't know what they that what I don't personally completely trust the CDC and the FDA. Call me crazy, right. but uh. They've let poisons go into our body for decades and decades without saying anything. So Coca-Cola being one of them. So really, you know, I don't really trust them when it comes to this. But I feel like they're probably there's probably parts of this that are always politicized. So why they pulled this vaccination, maybe it is over just genuinely trying to look out for humanity. Right. I'm always a little skeptical on that, you know, when it comes to these institutions. I'm sorry. It's just... Yeah, no. You know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. They could be doing it for that reason. I'm admitting that. You know, I'm just saying from my perspective, it's just so hard for me to say that, oh, no, they're definitely watching out for people and that's why they're pulling this vaccine. But I think whatever they're doing, they're doing a lot of harm if they're trying to get people to get vaccinated. Because I'm telling you, Again, polls and stuff, you can shake that. There are so many people that are not going to let you stick them with the needle. You can sit there and advertise on, <laughs> what oh, yeah. they say, advertise on CMT and, and the... And the, the oh, I've uh, heard, have you heard the new advertisements <laughs> that are out on like the radio and yeah, stuff? I'm with the sure. guy and yeah, he's I'm all, sure the, the guy's like, uh, you know, I know that I'll, when it's my turn, I'll, I'll get my vaccine, you know, but until then... Because the the va- the COVID's not letting up, so we can't let up either. It's like you know, I'm gonna wear my mask and all this. It's like, look at any graph and tell me the co- that COVID is not wearing off. Like it it certainly is. 
You know, but they've still got that advertising out there. My take on the whole thing with COVID from the beginning is that not that it's not a thing. I'm not saying right. that. I have no idea. And I'm not even close to a doctor or anything like that. I I know it's bad. I know people are getting sick and they see people in the hospitals. I'm not... But did total deaths go up? I don't think that total deaths went up. Right. And people are like, well, yeah, because people aren't going out as much. And people aren't... And maybe that's true, but... What happened to the flu numbers? Right. And, and it's like, I know I keep hitting that, but it's like, but what happened to the flu numbers? Because that is a big deal. Yeah. What about common cold that develops into pneumonia? Did that get... That how many numbers did that... That didn't kill Because anyone. those symptoms <laughs> of those two things have a lot of similarities to COVID. Right. And so if you don't separate these things, the lines are blurred to me. Yep. And uh, I just feel like in so many ways... The, the numbers are skewed any way you look at them. And the reason they have them skewed, why they would want them to be skewed if they were, like a, what do you say, a, it's a motive, if you will, right. is because you control the narrative. You control when it stops. You control when it picks back up. You control when there's a third, fourth wave. Yep. You control all of it if you control the numbers. But here's what they don't understand. People see through their shit. They're, you know, they right. see through it at this point. That's why... You're right. It's like a, uh, I, I, I don't know how many people aren't going to get the vaccination, but I cannot imagine that 250 million people out of 330 million people in this country will get vaccinated. I can't imagine that would happen. 80, 80 million people voted for Joe Biden, 72 million for Donald Trump. That's 150 million. Yeah. <laughs> that voted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget it. There's no way. Are you kidding? There's just no way. I don't see it. How many have they already vaccinated? They said they want to get 250 million by the end of May, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. You can look it up. I guess you're, you're looking it up, and I'm sure they have the number. But I'm 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 positive that a lot of people have been vaccinated. Tens of millions of people, uh, if not crawling up to 50 maybe 50 million so far. Yeah, and that's a that's yeah. that's Americans, that's, right? Yeah, that's that's a large number. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty big number. There are, what are there, 337 million people in the country? Yeah, something like that. You're like, no, that was a month ago, but then the border, <laughs> now there's a non. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, they, that's, uh, the COVID vaccinate, vaccinations in general to me, uh, I think vaccinations are useful in society. I think medicine is useful in society for certain things, certain times, yeah, certain populations. You know, you they again, it's it's micromanaging an entire population. 330 million people don't need to take the vaccination. They yeah. just don't need to. And if your vaccination is that well and that well tested, then guess what? People that get vaccinated don't have to worry about people who don't get vaccinated right. because they got vaccinated, right? But that's so what you would think because that's the only argument for mask and vaccines is that well you're going to protect everybody else that's that's what they're trying to sell it on right but if you, your stuff works so well then why do you have to make me do it too if i don't feel like it how about you keep me safe and don't make me take the vaccine yeah. keep me safe stop stop right. making me you know what i'm saying how about that i mean i don't feel safe taking it i don't want to take it yeah it's that no, simple I'm, I'm on the same boat man i'm not <laughs> If I was seventy eight, if I was seventy eight years old and I had had illness already, yeah, I might think different differently. Story. You yeah. know, so I'm not gonna sit there and like uh, go against it or anything. I'd see that it's just different for everybody. It's just crazy that 
people are so... The problem is, is people trying to tell other people what to do. That's a large part of the problem with the vaccines. Because I instantly lose you when you say mandate. Yeah. Like, now what comes after mandate, I don't even care right. at this point. You know, I mandate you to get a uh, semi-automatic and, and trade it in for your deer rifle. No, I like my deer rifle, thanks. Yeah. I mandate you to keep your deer rifle and get a, and never get a semi-automatic. Oh, man, I like that new semi-automatic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, call me, yeah. a, call me a rebel, dude. But that's just the way my brain works because... If you're trying to keep me from doing something, especially as the in the way what the establishments become, I automatically assume that you're just trying to rig things anyways. I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi. She just got caught buying Microsoft stock right before Microsoft had a big deal. They announced just a little while later they had a big deal with the Army, a big contract with the Army. And who was, who was stocking up on Microsoft? Yeah, Nancy, Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. She shouldn't even be allowed She's just become that. That is literally. She just showed everyone how politicians get rich off of our system. She just showed everyone. Right, it's right there. Yeah. You never have to say anything else about it again. Insider trading, man. Now, now, are they going to go to the Congress tomorrow and think of a new law to keep that from happening ever again? Yeah. No. Of course not. You know. I agree. I don't think that members of Congress should even really. I'm tempted to say they shouldn't even be able to own stock. Not while they're a member of Congress. Yeah. And they should have term limits. And when they get out, they can start playing the stock marketing and go back to their lives because that's the way it should have been and that's the way it was intended in the first place. Not just sit up there and soak it up. You know, Nancy Pelosi is a great example of uh, of what's ruined this country. The attitude and the. the way of life that has destroyed this country from the top down. Because when you meet people all over, they're cool, man. You can cross cultural lines and get along with people just fine for the most part. Until politics... They they always say politics is downstream from culture. But today, in these hypertense times, I almost feel like that politics has become upstream from culture. Right. That everyone is so pissed off and split that they don't even see the good within each other. You know what I'm yep. saying? And uh, people like Nancy Pelosi have a huge hand in that, I feel like. She's like a perfect example of just right. what we shouldn't be, what we should not be. You should not yep. be getting rich off of off of the political sphere. You know, how did you become... She's she's made... She's a nine-figure person. You know, oh, she's yeah. like made a I'll lot bet. of money. You know, she should be really brought to questioning and how she's made so much money being in, in politics that long. you know. But right. again, that will not happen, and I'm, I'm sitting yeah. here, you can beat this drum. But again, it, if more people maybe got on and started you know, signing Start petition, talking, talking about, about it, it yeah. writing articles and, and pushing for it, maybe we would draw more light into this, and at least the history books would tell an honest story, right. a more full perspective of what was really going on through these times. Unlike they have in so many other times, you know, they draw these narrow, these narrow ways of thinking about it, and yeah. like you're always thinking it through this lens, you know. So, but yeah, going back to the to the vaccinations, I mean, I just don't see any need for someone who's young and healthy to take it. Uh, I I but I feel I feel like if you feel safe taking the vaccine and it gives you peace of mind, then take the damn thing, and if not, then don't. It's that easy to me, and I, I, you know, if I don't feel comfortable taking it, I'm not going to take it. Right. And if they're going to mandate it, then uh, I don't even, you know, again, mandate it's over. So. Right. But no, anything yeah. else you want to add to the to the conversation there, man? You can just have it. 
Have the floor. No, I mean, I'm going to loop it right back. You know, I, I like to loop back to things, to tie things into specific uh, points we've brought up throughout the night, and I'm just going to tie this right back to the idea of trying to centrally plan everything. This is what happens when one person or, or a small elite group of people get to make a decision, and then a whole bunch of people suffer the consequences from it. Whereas when individuals make decisions, if you decide, well, I'm not going to wear the mask, and hey, maybe you get the COVID. Maybe you get coronavirus, and you got to deal with it. You know, maybe I, love that. I love how people you put know? the but in front of COVID. The, now. the COVID, yeah. <laughs> but, That's great. but uh, you know, still, your decision is going to have an effect on a, on a small sphere of people. Whereas when these politicians and these elite groups of people think that they can just give one universal solution to all of society, it just negatively affects so many people, you know. Uh, and that's 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 the ending point that I wanted to make on that, you know, is that this is just what happens when you allow small cliques to control society, basically. Yep. Perfect, perfect. I love it. All right. Segment three, we were just actually talking about it off mic, so we'll just turn on the mic and just hit that conversation back one more time. Go in reverse like Ace Ventura. Remember he like talks? He would like say something yeah. like, put me in, coach. I need to play. I got Let's see guard that guard on the rewind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That was just great, dude. Yeah. Put me in, coach. That guy. That was a good one. Damn it. Oh, uh, but, uh, yeah, we were talking yeah. about health, just general health, right? And, like, if you're going to, whatever you're going to do, like, if you're going to drink a lot of coffee, you're like, oh, man, I just love coffee, dude. I drink three cups a day, but I know it's just going to get me one day. It's like, well, damn, something's going to get us all, yeah. right? We were kind of talking about that, and it made me think that uh, last episode I wanted to talk about health care. Like, what is health care, just in general? And to me, the way I look at health care is, number one, that where healthcare at its most basic premise is, is the care you take of yourself. And that means like whatever it is that you look at, whatever it is you put in your body that you, that you are doing, no one owes you anything at that point. Like that is the very beginning. You, if you create those problems by things you put in your body, then you are very likely to have problems from those things. And there may not be anything anyone can do about it. Right. You know, and that's just something that, is a reality of life, right? So uh, I, I, that's my first way of looking at healthcare. And I know today in today's age, we look at healthcare as like medical attention. Are you going to get medical attention? And I think right. most people are going to get medical attention. At if, some if, point. If, well, if they go in and they're sick enough, they're going to get medical attention most yeah. likely in this country. They're just going to have to pay for it for the rest of their lives if they get through it. If right. not, their families will get the bill, I guess, whatever, however that happens, they'll be in debt. Yep. Uh, but they'll still get the attention. So who pays for it? What is it? To me, the argument stops if that first thing's not met. So if we live in a country to where all of these companies, like we talked about Coca-Cola last episode. Right. Like Coca-Cola contributes to more deaths probably than a lot of things do. Oh, yeah. Sugar and soda. I mean, it's a, it's amazing the things, the obesity, heart disease, a heart failure, you know, I mean, go down the list yep. of things that they, it contributes to. High amounts of sugar, high fructose corn syrup. It's absolute. There's right. just no doubt about it, right? Yeah. So, But that's okay. 
if that's the choice people make. Right. I have no problem with that. But if if you're going to say like that's healthcare though. If you're right. going to make that decision, you're that's going to be a byproduct of it. Like we do know that now. Right. You know these are these are things that like it's there. Like so who should be there to regulate that or who should should we all everyone gets free healthcare. Everyone gets free healthcare. So go out and do as much bad stuff to your body as you want when you get sick. Go get as much things as you need and run up the bill yep. that's what it seems like would happen right because it already happens without people even having free health care which right. they kind of do it's not free but people can get treatment if they really need it bad enough right. i feel like maybe not the best and certain people have it much better surely but uh and it could be way better i'm not saying it couldn't i'm not even arguing that i'm just saying that if it, you can't even really have that debate it's kind of even hard to get into Healthcare on that level when you're trying to think about it as like, okay, we're going to take money from everybody and we're going to put it into this tax pool and we're going to pay for everyone to have health insurance when no one even takes care of their health. It's like right. very, like not, not a huge part of the population really cares. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's, that's kind of the way I look at healthcare today. And, uh, again, I'm not, I'm not advocating for any government regulation or anything like that. I think people need to, people are the regulation. Right. You make your decision by what you support. And and again, every we are all going to die. Something will get us all. We will all be we look at things in percentages like how many are you going to get in a car wreck or how many are going to you know die of old age you or will be a gonna, statistic. Yeah, you will be a statistic. 100% <laughs> will. It's just no doubt about it. So, what statistic do you want to be in and Live your life to the fullest. You know, you have to live your life in the way you want to live it. And and uh, that's what matters. And that's, again, it all kind of goes back to what we even started with in a way, ironically, is like individual responsibility right. and liberty. And, and you can't have this central planning of all of it. It's too big to have that planning. I just don't see it's impossible to work. And, you know, you were saying it earlier, too. You were, you're like, I was, I'm kind of a... Uh, I'm kind of a considered like conservative libertarian and I would probably say that I'm I was raised in a conservative place and I definitely have conservative uh things going on there but I would say I'm like libertarian to maybe even maybe more left leaning than you would be considered probably right. you know in some ways like not that I I'm really you know hard left or anything like that like I said I look at certain instances but right uh when it when it comes to healthcare uh, I just see this issue as being something that you should not give people. How can you argue to give ta- more taxes to people who have miscalculated for so long? Right. I mean, if taxes and it all worked the way that we thought that it could work to the best of its ability, to where it was like, okay, we know if we pay this amount of taxes, this is going to get paid, this is going to get paid, this is what's going to go to, and we know it's going to happen. Right. Much more of us would be in that boat. Okay, if we all pay this, then we can all have medical insurance. Damn, right. that's like general coverage, you know, to where we can each get checkups every year at least, you know? Right. Then people wouldn't have a big... They, I think more people would be in support of it, you know? Right. But this is not the way it is, yep. right? So that's the. I think that's the issue that I take with like the the liberal mindset or the pro-government mindset today, yeah. you know, is like that it's just, it's inefficient because it's become too large and tries to micromanage too many people, just like we've yep. said this whole episode. But you yeah. kind of have your take now on uh, 
on that subject matter anyways. No, yeah. No, uh, you know, one thing I don't think people think about a lot when they advocate for government-run health care is like what we were just talking about, you know, that the, the corporation, like Coca-Cola. You know, you think that like there's already strict regulations on the uh, on the uh, the food market and stuff like that. You know, oh man, wait until the there's 100 uh, percent government run healthcare. They'll have a lot more interest in regulating the food market and taxing things like Coca Cola. You know, and I think that that's a, one problem that a lot of the like more liberal minded. Uh, woke people have would like, oh, Coca-Cola's evil, you know, they've been selling this, this sugary, you know, death juice to people for decades, and it's like, well, you know, actually, Coca-Cola started off as a medical tonic, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was, it was never, it was not actually invented to be drank recreationally. Oh, yeah. You know, they eventually found out that people liked the taste and would drink it recreationally, and they took advantage of that. But that's little, capitalism. Put a little cocaine you know? and call it a day. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, I actually, I don't know if that's true. I don't either. I, I, I have actually, no idea. In fact, I watched recently a, a documentary on the whole history of Coca-Cola, and apparently that was a, a big myth. That got real popular, and the the owner of Coca Cola at the time came out and said, "There has never been a drop of cocaine in our product." That's what he yeah. said, anyway. Yeah, well, that's cool. I don't no, know. No, no, no. But uh, yeah. you know, that, that, I was right. just thinking about that because that is a that is a popular myth. A lot of people say yeah. that. I don't know if it's. True I mean, I think I would want to stick with the but, myth uh, just for the fun of it. But yeah, right, I, mean, yeah. I would. If I were him, man, I'd ride it. You know, I don't yeah. see why you would fight that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but uh. But anyway, I think it's silly to, to call these corporations evil because they, you know, they, they simply recognize that people like soda and, you know, people make these decisions. And at this point, I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say those uh, those four words I hate. It's the 21st century. <laughs> you know? I mean, nobody who's drinking a Coca-Cola doesn't know it's, it's, it's I, bad for them. Totally nobody agree. who's smoking a cigarette doesn't know it's bad for I, them. You know, at this point, all the regulation in the world—it's—it's—it's the equivalent of trying to uh, legislate morality. At this point, you know, I mean, at this point, it's either capitalism is a thing, and you know, these these corporations make your own decisions. You know, you you make your own decisions, or the government should put us all on a diet. (laughs) Like they have to control the across the board. Really? Yeah. Everything. You know, absolutely. And uh, I don't think that's something that a lot of people who advocate for free health care think about a lot, is the uh, economic ramifications and the regulatory ramifications of such a thing. Well, nothing is free. And the medical community costs a lot of money. And <coughs> So even the jobs that people have, you know, the money that they make, you know, I mean, the, the, the value that they create is not free. It costs them. It costs everyone. You know, it costs people in blood and time and... Nothing's free in this world. So when you take taxes from people, people have the right to know what's going on and what the hell's happening. They, you know, that's another thing. It's like it's your patriotic duty to pay taxes. It's my patriotic duty to pay taxes to things that are patriotic and that help my country and, and men and women and children in this country. And if we have an excess, then whatever other programs that make sense around the world too that help people, sure. But. That's not what they do, man. 
You know, that's just not what they do. And nope. uh, I think there should be. I predict. I actually do predict this because I've just seen it more and more, and it's something that I haven't. You know, and I, I I'm not. I don't study politics. I'm not like a political scientist in anything. I'm not even close to that. As a matter of fact, I'm so novice in most things. Maybe I dabble in a little in a lot of things rather than anything, and like right. play music and write songs. You know, I'm like yeah. I like the garden. I like to, but even that, you know, I'm very not not far whole, really far along in that. But I've always followed it enough. And one thing I have seen recently is what amendment was it? The Sixteenth Amendment of taxation, something with taxation. The federal. Uh, yeah, I think it was the like income the tax. Was it? Oh, uh, man. But uh, you can look it up. And, yeah. But I, I would say if it is, let's let's say that it is the 16th right. Amendment and that it is the income tax. People have been saying, let's since no amendment is set in stone, like Joe Biden had said recently, let's go ahead and invoke or let's let's uh, get rid yeah. of the 16th Amendment, you know, yeah. and let's stop paying taxes. Yeah, it's and not I, absolute. I think, I think that if the, if the country keeps going the way that it's going, it's something you're going to start seeing. Yeah. You're going to start seeing tax revolts, dude. History shows. Right. History shows because people are tired of spending their money in bad ways. They're tired of it. So you think you're going to start drawing up these $2 trillion plans while you're cutting people's jobs across the country and a whole in a large part of the country? Right. Shut people down. And now you're going to tax people more? I yep. mean, you know, what do you think people are going to do? That That's why you see things like this. You're like, I really feel like that's going to start happening eventually. Oh, people yeah. are going to stop saying that. And start, a tipping point. Yeah, of everything. Yep. And but going back to the whole health thing, uh, is, is I totally agree with you about that. I, I totally agree that it should be people's right, man. I, I don't think that anyone should have a say so in what you do, unless it's people in your community, friends, family, uh, people that have a vested interest in your life, your kids or your parents or your, you know, if you know you are right. that's and then your own research as you get older. Right? Oh, yeah. And like, I mean, you know your own body. You know what you can take. Some I've known people who have smoked cigarettes and drank whiskey well into their upper 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. I've yeah. known people oh, like yeah. that. Oh, I have Call too. them anomalies, oh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, don't know what, right. I don't know what to say. They're there. Right? Yeah. So, uh, and they didn't really eat healthy or anything, you know. Right. But uh, 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 everybody's uh, body reacts differently to everything, you know. Yeah. For so, real. I think you just have to do what you love and, and enjoy life and... You know, it kind of the whole healthcare thing. You know, mind, body, spirit is a great way to. There's probably a lot more aspects within those aspects, but just in a general overview, like mind, body, spirit, it's a great way to look at life, though, to keep yourself happy. Because, you know, just because you eat healthy doesn't mean you're healthy. Right. You know what I mean? That's a very narrow margin of health. Yeah. And you know, and again, I mean. Each diet is different for each person. You know, a certain person might eat a certain... All a diet is, is what a person consumes. And you know your own body. There should not be a general diet for people. You know, oh, try keto. It'll work for you. It's like, no, I have a different body than you. I have a different, whole different thing going on. And so everyone just has to get to know themselves and whatever they're comfortable with. There's no reason to... Tell people what to do. There's right. no reason to do it. But I will say that if you're going to say we should all pay more taxes, because we should all, I would say that, well, then instead of paying a whole lot more taxes, why don't we just start promoting 
more healthy lifestyles. You right. know what I'm saying? Exercise is a big one, and not even like a whole lot of exercise, but just getting your cardiovascular system moving, getting your blood circulating, you know, by walking and things like that, like jogging, right. you know, breaking a sweat a little bit every day. Like these are uh, these are really important things, but also keeping crap out of your mind. You, yeah. know? you know, stress we were talking about earlier. They're all, all of these things are, are important. And uh, are they going to regulate everything? <laughs> I right. mean, if you're trying to keep people healthy, you can't people. Ha- it has to be a personal individual issue. It just seems right. like it has to be. And you have to make your decisions and whatever you feel like doing. When I was a young kid, dude, we would drink a whole bunch of soda, you know, and then we would take like half the soda cans and shake them up and just throw them up in the street right. and watch them bust all over the place, you know, because we were so hyped up on sugar and shit, you know. Right. Like, we were so hyped up, man. We were probably close to having a heart attack at the age of eight, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it was, uh, that was a different time. And, like, over the years, I learned, that like, man, I can't keep eating unhealthy like this. So for me personally, I got into, like, a diet of my own. I, st- I drink a lot of water and... Like, mostly all I really drink, I don't intake sugar a whole lot, like, much more than probably the American, the modern American diet, but I really try to be careful about preaching to people, because, right. like, I may tell someone to go off and do that, and they may do it and feel like crap, right. you know what I mean? It's yeah. not for everybody, you know? I just think you have to know your own body, and I, I stress that so much when it comes to health. Health care is, like, there's tears to this. If, if the tear is... If you can't get past tier one, which is your own individual responsibility, then tier two, talking about how to manage it over a massive population, can't even go there. Yeah. And it, and, and it ties into another thing that I just want to end with. I'll end with this, and then you can have whatever you want. But it's funny how our families, like we all have screwed up things in our personal life that we deal with. How could anyone feel like they need to be the president over and tell a lot of people what to do when... They have their own family issues they came and sort out. Right. Right? Yeah, like no right. one has doesn't have some family issues or people that need some help within their own family or community in a right. small community. I mean it's a small circle, friend circle, whatever. And so if you can't even manage your own small life, how can you how can we possibly manage millions and millions of people, you know? No, I agree, you know. I I completely agree. It need it has to be an individual's choice and then they have to deal with that into you know you as the individual have to deal with the ramifications of the choices you've made you know yeah. i think there's a song called I- i've had choices <laughs> i don't know and, if i've heard that you know, no 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 uh-uh. uh, uh, i'll look it who, up so who sang that dang it i don't remember who sang it well but, here uh, you, you keep going I'll look but it anyway up. uh you know yeah everybody has their own choices everybody has free will to think that we can just centrally plan it and George you know, Jones that, yeah that, yeah George Jones dang I was like I couldn't I can't believe I couldn't remember who who uh, sang that All right. I can't believe you've never heard it man the possum it's a great song man it's a great song I've had choices but you know that's that's got to be the way a healthcare system is run you know individually you take you got to take care of your own thing. If we try and throw it all under one big umbrella, I think that people just see that. You know, I pe- I think people just see a box, and they just see free healthcare on the side of it, and they're just like, "Yes, I want free healthcare." They don't even think about what's in the box. They just want to cut it open and 
there are so many political and economic ramifications that would come along with that. That, I mean, I just, uh, in my opinion, the individual way is the best anyway. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. I agree, dude. Well, is there anything else you want to like cover tonight? Because we'll cut it after this segment. So, is there anything else you want to say? Or? I think we've we've covered uh, pretty much everything. You know, I think the biggest thing that we wanted to talk about was the uh, Afghanistan and Russia thing. You know, that's yeah. that's kind of the biggest news right now. It's, it's almost a uh, well, that's it's big. almost a breath of fresh air to be talking about foreign policy instead of some screwed up domestic issue in, yeah. in America. Yeah, but I'll tell you this right now: there is a massive issue going on in America right now. Oh, there is. Right now with, uh, it, well, the, yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, 150 I mean, we can get of them. into Siobhan to the... Yeah, uh, I mean, we can, we can just talk I mean, a little bit about this because... There it's was a another, developing story. Yeah, yeah, there was another, well, there was an, and there was another, um, you know, uh, an incident with police and they pulled a young kid over and uh, he's actually, he had, he's, he's half white, half black, right. I believe, you know, and he's, which shouldn't even freaking yeah, it matter. it doesn't even matter. It shouldn't even matter. This should not be, this is more of a, it really is more of a problem of, of police enforcing bad laws. Police being enforced to enforce bad laws and thinking that that's, it's just become the did, norm. Did you do you know what the uh, circumstances were involving? I like, don't. I, the... I do not know. But I, I what, from what I have heard, and I could be wrong again. But from what I have heard, uh, just very little of this in this case, in this recent case, is that the gentleman was pulled over. He had his he and his girlfriend. He was driving, I believe. Right. The officers approached the car. There was a. You know, uh, I think they asked him for something, and then they even maybe walked back to their car. Right. And then his girlfriend called his mom, I believe, and was on the phone with his mom. Came, they came back to the car, and then uh, things things happened. Things erupted from there. I don't know what happened. Right. Uh, but it ended up with uh, the last thing the officer yelled was, Taser, Taser, and then pulled her firearm and shot him one time. And at that time, he drove off. Drove for a little ways, hit another car, and was pronounced dead at the scene. His girlfriend had minor injuries, I believe. Okay, so yeah. it was a total mess. I right. mean, a total mess. Turns out that the reason they were going to have him get out of the car, that's what, he didn't want to get out of the car and get handcuffed. Right. And then he started to dispute, and then he got back in the car, and then they tried to pull him out of the car. Uh, so that's where it happened. But right. apparently he had a warrant out for his arrest. Now, what yeah. the warrant is... We'll yeah, have to yeah, see. We'll have to see. Because if the warrant is, you know, we'll, we'll definitely know more about this on Thursday. No? Yes, we will, and we yeah. we will look this up more. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So, but this is big again because no matter what, man, I I just really and I'm not like ever being a police officer is probably one of the hardest jobs in this country. I would really say that it's a such a hard job, and it's such a fine line, and you don't understand. If you're not a cop, I'm sure that we just cannot understand going out on calls, oftentimes dealing with the worst of the worst situations going on on a nightly basis, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, yeah. I cannot look past that point, all right? That's like a huge point, and it's a huge way to start this because it's just, it, it has to be looked at. But, man, some, the cops that are bullies and that overuse their power, you know, it's like you just... You just can't shoot someone. 
Right. You know, that's on a warrant. That can't lead to someone's death. Yeah. You know, if you got to catch him later, you got to catch him later, dude. Like, well, I, I think that, that the official story now is that uh, she actually meant to grab her. She confused her gun with her taser. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. I do believe that. Which is, which is again... I mean... But, again, yeah. I mean, if you do... I mean, th- if she's not going to pay the price as a normal citizen because she has extended rights to a citizen in a controversial situation. Right. So if that was a normal citizen, they would for sure be oh, yeah. in a lot of They'd trouble because be, yeah. you couldn't even impersonate an officer and pull someone over, right? right? But uh, so so she has jurisdiction over being there and being present and having a firearm. and But still, there has to be some precedent set that this kid was 20 years old, man. He's a young father. Damn, I was a little punk ass at certain times in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hate this precedence where young kids can get pulled over because they have a warrant and a co- and th- there's no pushback at all. They, they can just shoot someone at 20 and say, oops, my bad minute to be my taser. Yeah. It's like, that's not fair either, dude. That just can't happen. Right. You know, and there has to, there has to be a precedent set. And the officer stepped down and there will be a trial and there's a death, you know, there's a homicide one yeah. way or the other and there will be a trial and people need to let it play out for sure, you know. Right. Uh, but... Again, you know, we you, you do have to understand people's frustration. And, but uh, to, to their credit and to the family's credit, they came out and said, look, all this people taking to the streets and stuff doesn't bring my son back. I just want my son back. I don't want people on the streets and marching his name. And I want yeah. him back. That's all I care about. You know, and, and I think that's a – I really respect people that come out with that type of stance. I think it's a strong one to make, not coming out and like – you know, having some type yeah, of raising your emotional, say, yeah. yeah. Everyone get out and you know, yeah. bring it all down because that's you don't want that to happen. Because if you really want fairness and justice to happen, it actually needs to be a more elaborate, not elaborate, but it needs to be a more thorough process. Right. F- so corruption doesn't get involved, you know, and and you need to let things play out and let them have all the information. Right. Right. And I think it is important, but uh. With the Chauvin case going on and everything that's going on with that, man, I just think that we've just turned back the clocks in so many ways in this country, you know. But, uh, right. you know, we could turn it forward. You know, people can come together, and I think there is common ground on police reform. I really do. Yeah. I, I do believe there is. And it's not a knock on the cops. Not even police reform. Again, go up a little higher than that. Who is making all these crazy laws? Right. If it, let's say this kid had a drug offense, who yep. made the drug? Who's who fight? Who's fighting the war on drugs? Yep. You're putting the police out there fighting it all the time, risking their lives and other people's lives. Yep. Who's who into these situations yeah, where things who's, like this can happen? Who's not fighting quote unquote the war on drugs? The ones that call it the war on drugs. Yeah. The politicians that create the war and never go to it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They, and that's that's the damn moral of the story right there. Because if it, if it does come out that this guy, they were harassing this guy for some marijuana charge or something, oh, yeah. I can't even go there, dude. I'm like, dude, that's freaking just crazy. Yep. They should not. They should just leave this type of stuff alone. You know, let the guy go on about his day if he's not hurting anybody. Right. Let it go. You know, I mean, all the things going on right now in the world, and you're arresting someone for some low-level warrant. Now, again, he could have robbed somebody, yeah, yeah, gunpoint, and yet. I don't know. Yep. And then that would definitely change my point of view. It's always I'm always willing to change my mind. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, but 
yeah. Well, good. We'll talk more yeah. Thursday, man. And uh, unless you have you have anything else, just no. I think that's a good uh, good place to end it. You know, just want to thank everybody who's who has hit the subscribe button and is listening to us out there right now. Uh, you know, thanks for listening in on our conversations, and we hope we can continue to bring you uh, quality, independent thinking from Texas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.